at the end of the day, what people are really buying, they're not buying an agency, they're not buying your system, uh, you know, they don't care. What they want is transformation. You're listening to the Authority Builder Podcast. I'm Steve Gordon. For the first five years, this podcast was known as the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. The episode you're about to hear uses that name, but don't worry, you're in the right place. Same great content, new name. Enjoy. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and we've got a great interview for you today, uh, especially if you've ever wanted to be podcast famous. I'm talking with Tony Guarnaccia. He is the guru of getting you on podcasts. And we're gonna be talking all about that today. Tony has grown over uh, 10,000 small businesses and a dozen Fortune 500 companies. He's worked with Ford, GM, AutoNation, ADP, managed over $400 million in advertising spend. And in 2009, he earned the prestigious title, Google Partner of the Year. That's a big deal if you don't know. And, and Tony's just got a great story. He, uh, he went through a really devastating business failure with his parents' small business uh, when he was a child and they lost everything, including their home and uh, it was, it had a huge impact on him. And that really has put him on a mission to help other business owners, other entrepreneurs. And so today we're going to be talking about how to grow your business and grow your exposure with podcasting and with really getting yourself on other people's podcasts. Um, and so, Tony, I'm excited to have you here. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much. Appreciate you having me on today. Yeah. So I, this, I realized this is really kind of meta because you're the guest on a podcast and you're talking about being a guest on podcasts. So yeah, yeah I, I better perform full well circle that. here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So give everybody a little bit uh, of background just so they kind of have some context for, for how you got to this stage of your career. Yeah, no, that's great. Great point. Uh, so as you mentioned, uh, I grew up in small business. My parents had a small Italian bakery, uh, amazing bakers, unfortunately didn't know what they didn't know about growing a business. And so, as, as you said, uh, that business failed, we lost everything, lost uh, the, the car, the house, had to give up my dog. Uh, so it was a tough time. It kind of set the precedent of like what I wanted to do. And really looking back on myself, really, I learned, I, I kind of wanted to fix the past. And so what I do, I went to college and studied all, of all things entrepreneurship. And so I left uh, college with a degree and actually launched the business from my last, my kind of my last project in my senior year. And what it was, it was one of the first, going back to cakes again, one of the first uh, bakeries online. And so uh, we were able to come up with a technology to mail a cake anywhere in the world or in the United States and uh, actually put a photo on. And so we were the first, you might see them in BJ's or, or kind of uh, grocery stores today. We were one of the first to have that, but what made a difference is we could ship it. And so because of that, we were able to get clients like Jennifer Lopez, Jay-Z. Uh, we had like Discover Car, American Express. We, we mailed to Google, just ridiculous companies. And here I am in my late 20s. I'm thinking, wow, I'm hot stuff. I got this business stuff down. Mom and dad, where, where are they screwing up? Uh, but that's when, sadly, I learned that I didn't know what I didn't know. And that business also ended up ultimately failing. Uh, even though I had a great you know, brand and celebrities and all this, and so found myself kind of homeless again. Uh, this time, however, I was newly married with a baby on the way. And I was like, this is rough. Like, I don't, clearly I don't know what I don't know, but who does? 
And that's why I went on, on essentially over a decade, decade long journey to work with the absolute best companies in the world. So five years later, I ended up working with a dozen Fortune 500 companies, thousands of businesses, got Google's partner year, as you mentioned. And uh, after I did that for a while, I was like, okay, I want to return back to my roots, which is entrepreneurship. And so I did that and I started a, um, a marketing agency, a digital marketing agency to kind of share those strategies, tools, and resources I learned. Uh, and then after that, had a level of success there, I just started, decided to do a training company. And with the training company, I realized that certain people, you know, in the industry, people are missing how to create messaging, how to create a value proposition, how to do strategic planning. So I wrote a book on this. And what do you do when you do a book? Well, you do a podcast book tour. And that's kind of how I landed in this area because I realized, boy, I've kind of set out to help bring the strategy tools and resources of the best companies to kind of everybody. But who's really struggling? Well, as a matter of fact, all these people I'm talking to, the podcasters, most of them are not making a dime. And also the people that are guests just aren't having success. I was like, why not narrow my focus of everything I learned over these past 20 plus years and, and narrow in this niche, which is podcasts. Uh, interviews really at the end of the day. And that's how Castosity was born. That's great. Um, I, you know, I've done over a hundred interviews on other podcasts and I think we're, we're approaching 200 interview episodes and over 300 total um, on this podcast. So I, I, I've done it a few times and I can tell you, you get, um, you get a lot of learning in at least early in, in the process, um, you know, because when I was doing it, it hadn't, I don't think it had all been figured out. A lot of people were experimenting with a lot of different things. And I, I know you've kind of figured out these are the things to do as a guest, both to be attractive to podcast hosts, because I mean, that's the first hurdle to get over, which we can talk about. I know we get like three or four emails a day with people wanting to yeah. be guests on the podcast and very yeah. few of them actually make it onto the show. And so right. you've got to stand out somehow. So there's a lot to unpack here. Um, so I'd love to go back to this time when you'd written a book and you're doing this podcast guest tour. What was it about that where like you must have been doing something differently than what most people do because you were getting sounds like pretty good results from it. Uh, what was it that made it that made that click as like the thing? Yeah, well, it was funny because I went to a major PR event in New York City. And I had never even heard about podcast. Like, obviously, I'd heard of podcasts, but never really thought of it as a marketing strategy. And we had like kind of small group tables. And a bunch of people in my group were having great success in podcasts. Uh, but a lot of them were, you know, I was thinking, wow, that's a lot of work. Like, how do I get the benefits of a podcast without actually creating one? Right. Because I'm always like, what's the most efficient way to get a result? And, and uh, a lot of people are also talking about being a guest. And so that's kind of where it started. And I booked my first interview literally from that show uh, because it was a PR event. People already had podcasts and it was the easy way. So the best way to start kind of a takeaway would be to start with the people closest around you because you, you don't have to work as hard to, to persuade them or influence them because they're right there. So whenever you start anything, always when I, what I do is I kind of make a list. And, and like who is most likely to help me, who has the most influence, who actually has a podcast. That might be a, a great, obvious thing to start with. And then and then you take there and then, and then you expand from there because what do you do? Well, this honestly comes right and even like uh, what you teach, right? Because I when I started my marketing agency, 
And I think a lot of people struggle with this. Like, how do you grow your marketing agency? Same problem. And one of the best way is, gee whiz, through referral systems. And I read your book, you know, over a decade ago and leverage those same kind of principles. But you can use the same systems for podcasts. Because what do you do? Well, with a podcast, you have kind of the, the you know, before the podcast starts, then you have the podcast, and then you have after the podcast. And, and you know, kind of those green room conversations afterwards are a great way to kind of build value, build a real rapport and relationship with the guests. But then after you build a lot of that and you add value, start with value first, great opportunity to ask for a referral. So that's the next, next thing you'd probably want to do is start with who you need to know and then ask them, who do they know that they can refer you to to get you on a podcast? So a lot of this is literally right out of your, your own kind of book. Yeah, well, and that is absolutely the easiest way to do it. You get yep. one or two of these things scheduled and and like you say, from people you know, and it it will just multiply from there because most of the time podcast hosts have been interviewed on other podcasts they know get they know other hosts and they can start to refer you around and that's the secret so when we get you know these random cold pitches for guests three times a day most time we don't respond to those but if somebody gets introduced to me they're almost always at least going to get a you know we're going to have a call and they're probably going to get on to the show yeah. if it if there's you know at all a fit so so yeah i mean i think that's such a, a smart way to approach it so i, I know In you've fact, been helping I got on here yeah that is actually how you got here yeah um because we didn't know each other before but um i think a couple of people connected us which you know you get a plus for for making it happen from a couple of directions yeah so. i think there was three people over over time so it's a, well that's the other takeaway too it's like it may not be immediate it might be something that's six months long and so having multiple people ask, just build your authority, your credibility, and eventually you'll have success. So a lot of people try it. Hey, I tried that. Didn't work. Well, how many times did you try it? Average person needs to be hit seven, eight times to respond. If you don't do that, you know, you're, you're quitting prematurely. And then you assume that your, your process doesn't work when really you're not just following through the whole process. Absolutely. Well, and, you know, and, and I remember when you first reached out, we, we had gone into a phase where we were doing more solo episodes. So we really weren't bringing guests on at all. And it wasn't that we didn't want to have you. It's just we were, our programming was such that we didn't have a spot. Um, but then, right. you know, you, you didn't give up. You, you came back and, and the timing was, was right. So here we are. So for the business owner who's listening to this, why, why should they think about doing podcast interviews? There's a multiple number of reasons. So um, number one, it's a great will, way to build your audience. Uh, because you're getting in front of a new audience. That's kind of the first benefit. Another benefit is you can borrow the host credibility. So you have a certain level of credibility and trust with your audience. Just by me being on your show, it's almost like an endorsement. So I can borrow from some that credibility and not just to your audience, I can then leverage it for my audience. So one of the things I'll do is obviously promote the show, helps you, helps me, it's called co-marketing. Not enough businesses do it. It's really sad, but it's the easiest way to grow kind of both sides of the equation. And so that helps me because I had that association with you kind of both goes both ways. Then if you know how to do it correctly, it's a great way to drive leads because you can get people on your list. So you can build your email list uh, and then, of course, drive sales ultimately. And that com comes through a, a variety of ways. It could be through joint venture opportunities. Uh, sometimes you can uh, have a sales opportunity with the host. 
Sometimes it's a co-marketing with the host. Sometimes the host can sell you something because maybe you need their services. So there's a lot of ways you can look at it and, and just kind of being broad. And then finally, referral systems. You can get introductions into new audiences that are not even you know directly correlated with that show you're on. So there's a, a number of reasons, but it really comes down to building your authority, your credibility, your trust, your audience, and, and really leads that drive into sales eventually. Yeah, and I, that first point that you made about kind of getting the credibility of the host and of the other show, it most people don't understand this. They think that it's mostly about, can I get in front of a, you know, a big audience? And they think it's sort of like giving a speech. And in, in, right. in some instances it is, but really the smartest people we've ever had on our podcast understood that, and, and they would, they were happy to be on the podcast when we had a tiny audience. They didn't care. That was a bonus for them, but they were going to take that interview. And because I had interviewed them to their people, their audience, their prospects, it looked like they got interviewed in, in the media. Right. Nobody knew at the, you know, five years ago that we had a tiny little audience, nobody cared. So they could take that interview and they could put it in their email follow-up sequences and share it with prospects who had booked a call or whatever. And all that did was boost their authority. Right. Um, you know, it gave them an asset. It wasn't just about how many people could we put them in front of, but we gave them this great asset that they could use in a lot of different ways. And I think a lot of people overlooked that. Yeah. And, and even beyond that, I know one of the things we're going to talk about is personal brand, but really that's a key thing because how do you differentiate yourself? And, and I've been there in the place, a lot of market, marketing agencies, for instance, like why would they go to you as opposed to anyone else? Like why, what makes you differentiate? A lot of times that credibly helps uh, but from a reputation management perspective, you know, if you Google my name, you'll see, gosh, probably the first 300 results are all great positive things, interviews, things like that. And so that helps in your credibility because, you know, if you're going to work with a new co coach, consultant, agency, chances are they're going to Google you, uh, your name, your agency, your business, and, and you want those credibility factors. So if I have 300 listings that are all glowing and my competitor has you know, two reviews, one of which is negative, and like, you know, a couple of things on Google, who are they going to go with? And so there's so many ways to repurpose this and, and reconstitute it and, and kind of uh, recycle it. It's it's unending. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you mentioned personal branding. Talk a little bit about how to, to leverage this to build your personal brand and what's important there. Yeah. So building a personal brand is key. And I think it's a lot more important than it ever is. Ben. Uh, but, you know, if, if you look at it from a no like trust, uh, we already talked about how podcasts are one of the best ways to do that. Uh, you also want to build value and you do that a lot of times for the topics and questions you answer. Uh, but all these things really start with, with building kind of a foundation. So what is your messaging? What do you want to say? What do you want to communicate? How do you want to impact the world? All these things, if you have all this kind of aligned and you have it understood, it really helps your brand. And so that's kind of where the tools and, and, and systems I've been creating over the past decade comes to, to play. Because what I found is if you're not really putting it in one place, it's hard for people to kind of digest. And that's where uh, my system podcast one sheet comes into play because it, it puts all this in one place, uh, you know, tactically, but also it helps you with your messaging. So that message you, you communicate really directly correlates with the impact you have. You know, so you have to be able to communicate this. That all comes to your personal brand. So your, what is a personal brand? What's well, really kind of how you, you impact the world 
how you differentiate yourself, uh, how you build the authority, trust, all these things kind of combine into that. And I have not found a better way to do that than by public speaking and guest stages and podcasts uh, or guest appearances on podcasts or just another extension of that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and what I, I really like about it is because most interviews are long form, you really get to demonstrate your expertise yeah. um, and, and, and put it out there. And so you give people an opportunity to uh, both get to know you, which is that no like trust piece, but also see exactly what it would be like to be in a conversation with you. And I think that's really powerful. Yeah. And well, and what at the end of the day, what people are really buying, they're not buying an agency, they're not buying your system. Uh, you know, they don't care. What they want is transformation. And so at the end of the day, they want to be where they are, you know, where they are today and where they want to be. They want you to bridge that gap. And the way I think about it is there's different stages to, to bridging that gap. And so if you broke down this, so I call it a results bridge. So imagine you have a, a massive bridge. I'm over here. I want to get to this side. Well, there's different steps to get along that way. And so what you want to do is add value at each step. So the first step is maybe the podcast interview. And so hopefully people are learning certain things and building authority, credibility, and trust. Uh, and so there's always an exchange, however. And so what's happening is people are exchanging their for the value I'm providing. So hopefully learning something. The next stage is usually where you would get a lead. And so you're exchanging even more valuable information, getting them a, lo a little bit further along that bridge. And in exchange, I get contact information. And so that's typically exchange. And then the last stage, which is to get them all the way to the transformation, the end state is a transformation typically of money for results. And so every one of my agencies before Castosity, my, my software company, were all have results in them. So I had Big Fish results, results train, podcasting results, everything had results in it. Why? Because that's what people want. They want the transformation. They don't want your system. They don't want your agency. They want, their, you know, people are inherently thinking about themselves. And so you have to think about that. And so at the end of the day, your personal brand is directly correlated with what how much impact you can make. And what does that mean? Well, impact is... How many people can you impact? I mean, change and transform, how deeply, for how long? There's a whole kind of process behind that, but that's really at the end of the day, what your personal brand is correlated to, which is really your impact and how you're communicating it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So for somebody listening to this and they're like, okay, that's great. Like, what are some of the big obstacles that they might run into as they start to think about, hey, I wanna go be a guest on podcasts? Yeah, well, there's different, kinds of, of challenges. Uh, some of them are easier to handle than others. So let's let's go through them. Well, probably the first thing I think about is technology. So what do you need for that? Well, probably want to have a decent microphone. Uh, a video can't, you know, video is great because more and more podcasts are going that way. And uh, probably computer. <laughs> so most of the people have all this. So we can kind of check that box. So that's an easy one. Uh, the next thing you want to do is have uh, your messaging down, which is you know, how you, if you're going to pitch someone, even if it's not a cold pitch, you have to have some kind of way of presenting yourself. So you have to have your messaging down, which is what you want to communicate. Uh, it could be your tagline. Uh, you probably want to have a bio. You probably want to have some suggested topics and questions. Uh, a headshot, a professional headshot is very important. Uh, and then a place to put all those together. And that's that's where my podcast one sheet comes, system comes into play because it helps you do all that automatically. Uh, and then from there, uh, you want to kind of have processes. So, uh, you know, you want to, if you want to pitch a, a podcast or someone else do it, you want to probably have a way to track that. It could be a spreadsheet. 
It could be a more sophisticated tool. Uh, I'm actually building one for that as well, uh, but that's another great thing to have. Uh, and so a follow-up system, uh, that way you know how many times I pitched them. They already pitched them because you look foolish if you got rejected and you went again, or, or if you they did accept you and you pitch them again, like you need systems in place. Uh, and then afterwards, you want to have systems. Obviously, if you try to monetize it, if you want to make, if your goal is to market and monetize this, uh, you want to have your offer solidified. Uh, if you're going to partner with a podcast host, you want to have, uh, you know, kind of the infrastructure to do affiliate marketing or, or joint ventures. Uh, so there's a lot of things to be built, but you can get started very simply. Again, if you don't want to be complicated, uh, what you do is you get a microphone. You start with the people you know. They may even be directly in your 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 niche, but you're trying to get practice. That's a great place to start. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it practice is important. I mean, I, I wouldn't go out and try and do some that are just um, like truly never going to be published. I wouldn't bother with that. I. I'm, right. I'm a big believer in, you know, you practice without a net. That's the best practice there is because you find all the problems then, you know? Of course. Yeah. 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 But you don't want to go on Joe Rogan, you know, day one. That's no, that, I wouldn't start, start there. The you know? ones. Yeah. Start with the smaller ones, get kind of the, the kinks worked out. And then as you get going, then you get more and more of the bigger and, and more influential podcasts. Yeah. So, um, We've got, you know, we work with a lot of authors. We create a lot of authors in, in our programs, and there'll be a lot of authors that listen to this. Talk a little bit about organizing and and putting together a a podcast book tour and how that works. Yeah, yeah. So same principles. Uh, the difference is really your offer. So your offer might be the book itself. Uh, a lot of times, a book is not a great offer, however, because you always want to have something that's quick to consume and easy quick and easy to consume. So this is where you might do a, a synopsis of it. Maybe it's an audiobook version, uh, something that's shorter that then leads them into the whole book because a lot of times people won't read the book. You want it short and complete. Uh, so that way they actually want to read the book after they get value. So again, think about that results bridge. You don't want to take someone from here to here. Like I barely know you're asking me to you know, buy and read your book, get them to take the next step. The most important thing is to get them on your list. You know, and so what I did is I actually did pre-order for the book. So I had demand for the book before it was even live. You know, I had a list of people that I knew were going to buy. I do that every single time. So that way you have that. So when it is live, so the reason I say that you don't have to wait because a lot of people are like, oh, I, you know, let me get it, it, it done and everybody's is published and it's everywhere. And no, start before it's actually even an idea. You know, you can, it's a great way to test the idea, you know, and so I would start sooner than later. And then what you want to do is find people in that would are most likely to interview you. Well, how do you do that? What I do, it's really simple. You go into Amazon, find authors that are essentially your competitors, and then put them into, uh, I actually built a tool for this called the Podcast Finder. You put them into this tool, and there's ways to manually do it as well if you don't want to use the tool, which you would, there's no reason not to because the tool is free. But even if you did want to do it yourself, you do a search in Google, for uh, author podcasts, like how simple does that get? And then you find kind of the whole list of the people that are most relevant to you. And then I would listen to those episodes and say, okay, what kind of different perspective or slant can I put on that? And then pitch that as idea to be on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great strategy. You know, one of the things we found in terms of the offer that you make at the end is uh, actually to give the book away. We have found yeah. that it's that's got such a high perceived value 
that particularly if you're selling the book, let's say on Amazon, but for, you know, just for the listeners of this podcast and everyone you're on, that you're going to give the book away. Um, and then you set up a page to capture the leads. And to your point, you're right. Not everybody's going to read the book. So the other wow. thing that we found that works really well, if you have like a, a 10 or a 15 minute video that gives a high level summary, now you've kind of, you, you've given them that quick hit, but you've yes. also promised them something really valuable, which is the whole book. You kind of get it all in one. So yeah, but you're, you're absolutely yes. right. It's, you want to give them something that they can consume quickly and audio content actually for somebody that's listening to podcasts is a great thing to do. So either video or video plus just the audio portion of it where they can listen to it works really well. Yeah. Yeah. And even with some of my funnels, what I've done is um, you get the book for free, but if you want to mail to you, pay shipping handling, you can make a little money of off of that. And then you yep. do a upsell to get the audio book or the video that's, that's a great, or into a course. So that's one of the things I try to do is have a repository of offers that hit the same thing, but in different formats. So you take your book, you turn it into audio, you turn it into video, you turn it into snippet, checklist, all these things add value, which you can then bundle, or you can splinter out into individual components, give those away, charge a small fee. I mean, there's a million ways to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So you've been building tools to make this easier. Yes. So you, you've mentioned a couple of them. Talk to us a little bit about the various tools that you've built, what role they serve in the process. And uh, I'd love to, to learn a little bit more because I know everybody's sitting here thinking, this is great, but I want to find all the shortcuts. So give us the shortcuts. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. And I think at the end of the day, you want to solve problems. That's how I come up with this. In fact, most of these tools, I honestly create for myself. <laughs> Because I was doing hundreds of interviews as well. I was like, this is crazy. Like I'm dropping balls. I can't manage it. It's too much. Uh, I need to systematize it. And so I literally built these tools for myself. And then, then over time, as more people heard about it, they were like, that's cool. You know, how do I get it? I was like, well, it's not really for sale. And that's really, I mean, you kind of, the whole business started organically. So the first problem I wanted to solve is like, when I started, I had a designer create my one sheet. And me being an entrepreneur, you know, I'm a little bit of a control freak. Like if I wanted to change my questions or topics, I didn't want to have to send it back to the designer, wait a few days or a week or a few weeks to get it back. You know, I was like, this is crazy. There's got to be a better way. And then also I was like, well, it's not mobile friendly. Who doesn't look at things from a mobile phone? So if you've got a pitch, chances are you're like not sitting in front of a computer. You know, it's not mobile friendly with a traditional one sheet. And then finally, you can't add video. It's not interactive. There's no way, no engagement. And so I was like, why not create a system for that? So I created podcast one sheet to solve that problem. Now, the next problem I had was like, okay, how do I actually find all the podcasts that will interview me? And that's when I told you a little bit of the process. Like, you know, you go into Amazon, then you search, you know, Google, and you have to come up with all these crazy search uh, phrases within Google. Cause you don't just put in podcasts and a name. You have to do like special characters and things like that. I was like, why not just automate that? Because it's taken me forever. So I created the podcast finder to do that. Then I was like, I went kind of back to my roots in marketing. Uh, and, and I realized that, you know, having 25 years experience in marketing, I honestly struggled coming up with my bio, with my topics, my questions, like, what do I put down? I was like, yeah. why not create a system for that and then give that to the world? Because I could have an amazing podcast one sheet, but if I don't have good content in front of it, in, inside of it, what's the point? So that's why I create a messaging system that uses templates. You just kind of paint by numbers. You put in certain things like 
who, what, when, where, why you serve. Mm -hmm. And then it builds automatically your, your, your tagline, your bio, things like that. So that's kind of the, uh, another tool I've put, uh, put in there. And finally, for pitching, uh, it's a lot of work. And so why not create templates? But most people, what they do with the template is they say, okay, here's a template, use this template. And then what do you do? Well, you take the template, you put it in you know, Word or Google Docs, and then you have to copy and paste it. I was like, why not create a dynamic template where everything kind of works together? So what happens with the template is it automatically pulls in your questions, your topics from your one sheet, you hit a button and it gets emailed out as an intro or referral system, or maybe as a direct pitch to a podcast. So it automates that whole process. So it's a living, breathing template. So those are like three or four of the tools. We have a lot of other tools coming down the pipe, like a CRM to manage all your, your podcast relationships I mentioned earlier, but those mm -hmm. are probably the first three or four we're launching with. That's great. Yeah, I can tell you all of that stuff is a huge challenge when you're doing this, particularly when you're trying to do it at scale. Um, yeah. When we did the last podcast tour, I was doing four to six interviews a month. Um, which yeah. doesn't sound like all that much, but it, there's actually a lot that happens to, you know, to facilitate all of it and, um, you know, keeping track of everything and yeah. which show is this today and who's the host and, you know, and all of that. And then making sure that they had all the right information about me. It's a huge challenge. So the fact that you're yeah. pulling it all in one place and I love the the podcast finder tool you know, being able to find shows. Um, I know we're, we're going to start using that ourselves because we've got a book tour we need to be doing um, here with awesome. my new book launch. So um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. So where do, where would people go to find out about the tools to kind of start taking some first steps and, you know, and, and getting their, their podcast guest journey going? Yeah. So it's, it's really great because I wanted to get this in front of as many people as possible. So the podcast one sheet system is actually free. The first level, there's different levels to it, uh, but the first one is absolutely free. So anyone can create their own uh, and also use the podcast finder for free. Uh, and so just for being on the show, you know, I wanted to give you that, the free one, but like that's kind of lame because you can get that from anywhere. Uh, so what I actually did was I added some bonus. And so one of the things you're going to find when you fill out your, your one sheet is like, okay, this is great. How do I actually complete it? Now I have that message builder that helps you do that, but you still need some guidance. And so what I actually have is a course that teaches you how to uh, create that one sheet, like the content that goes in, into it. Uh, that's usually $297. So if you went to the website right now, the buy would be $297. But just by being on the show, uh, if you use a special code, which I think we said unstoppable. So if you put in unstoppable in, in the, in the, in the um, there's a little place there to put it, or if you just go to podcastonesheet.com forward slash unstoppable, you can get there that way as well. So that's a special URL only for this, this show. Can't get anywhere else. And this bonus I mentioned is only available through this show as well. So go there, take advantage of it. It's free. And, uh, and hopefully you'll like it. Let me know. Give me some feedback. You, what happens is you get an email sequence afterwards. And it's actually me. It's a person. Uh, so if you reply back, I actually see that and would love to get your, your, your feedbacks and comment. That's awesome. That's really generous. Uh, I really appreciate you sharing that, Tony. That's something I think everybody who's, if you're thinking about getting on other podcasts, definitely go and, and uh, check out the tools. They will make your life far easier than it, it uh, would be otherwise um, if you just try and, and do all of this on your own. That's awesome, Tony. Um, I'm so thankful that you came on today and 
share this with everyone. Um, and if, if folks have questions about guesting or the tools or any of that, they can reach out to you. Yes, absolutely. If you go to my personal website, uh, which is, uh, or just Google my name, good luck with that. <laughs> uh, so what I did was I made it really short. So if you go to meettonyg.com, uh, you'll find me. And from there, you can connect with me on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, all the, all the main channels. Awesome. Well, Tony, this has been fantastic. Thanks again for coming on. Uh, folks, we'll link all of this up in, in the show notes. Um, if you're one of our clients and you're seeing this in the client area, there'll be links to everything right around it. But uh, I'm, I'm really thankful that you came on because these tools really do make a difference for folks who are trying to get on podcasts and build that personal brand. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Authority Builder Podcast. Here are three ways you can expand your authority. Number one, get a copy of the Million Dollar Book. In it, I show you how to multiply your authority by writing a best-selling book in less than 90 days guaranteed. After all, you're the best spokesperson for your ideas. Go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash book and get your copy. Number two, join me for an upcoming Write Your Million Dollar Book Accelerator and let's jumpstart your authority building book now. For upcoming dates, go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash accelerator. And number three, Work with me and my team to get your book done and bring in business. Email me at steve at authoritybuilderpodcast.com and put, I want to write a book in the subject line. See you soon.